similarly in terms of community where uh, it was the normally at in these small places the moment a young woman graduates uh, there's pressure on marriage and all that and just because uh, these young women now have got a next well job their uh, their propensity to get married to whoever their parents want it's kind of it it is delayed by 2 to 3 years and that gives them the breather and then they have more say in terms of the choice of their spouse so how do you quantify all of this so essentially uh, it kind of makes a huge huge uh, uh, difference uh, to these young men and women okay. and in uh, next wealth we have uh, uh, what we do is we have 60% women we work on that employee diversity and this year we for example taken a target of 65% women across our centers and 3% will take people with um, who are differently able with disabilities right so i i think we it makes a huge difference welcome to another episode of the brand called you a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons knowledge experience and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world If you are new to our channel please consider subscribing to it and hit the bell icon so that you never miss an update. I am your host Ashutosh Garg and today I'm privileged to welcome an accomplished entrepreneur from Bangalore India Sanjay Jyotshi. Sanjay welcome to the show. Thank you so much um and a very warm welcome to everyone and good morning to you. Thank you. Good morning. Uh Sanjay is the chief business officer of Next Wealth Entrepreneurs Private Limited. He was earlier with Experience Flow, Hewlett Packard, Avaya India, and Nortel. So, Sanjay, let's talk about Next Wealth Entrepreneurs. Tell me about this venture. Next Wealth is a very interesting um, organization. Um, Next Wealth essentially was founded and you know started ten years back. This is the eleventh year of its existence, and it was started by ex-Vipro people. Um, you would have heard names like Dr. Mitta, who was the employee number one. Um, in the it space for wipro and then michael ramesh uh, uh, the current ceo and anand talwai and these were the founders mm-hmm. um having worked in the corporate space for a very long time um this was uh, a venture that essentially allowed they wanted always to do something for the society to give back mm-hmm. and so they started this uh, organization with a vision to give jobs uh to the talent which is locally available in these small towns mm-hmm. uh, uh at a place where near to their homes so i think the trend before that uh was and the trend today is also is that while the jobs are available in the urban areas but 60 to 70% of the colleges uh and other institutes where these uh, youngsters get education from are based out of these tier tier 3 tier 4 tier 2 cities uh but there is a job gap therefore they have to migrate to urban centers for finding the jobs and in our society uh, well men are allowed young men are allowed to migrate to the cities but young women particularly may not be even allowed to go there and so there is a lot of waste of talent correct the idea was very simple if a job can travel from usa into bangalore mm. uh, why can't the same job travel from bangalore into uh a uh, uh, salem or a uh, mysore or a bhilai which is like which is 200 miles and less farther away correct and so because the connectivity and all the infrastructure is there so it's basically an organization uh, the our vision is to generate 100000 jobs which will in turn 
have a multiplier effect of 10 which will di- indirectly and indirectly affect around a million lives million families mm. that's what we are set out to do uh, for ourselves amazing amazing so you know as you've been building this organization um and i did was speaking to someone else who's doing something similar in uttarakhand um what have been some of your challenges well uh, i think the biggest challenge is uh, to kind of convince um the companies the organizations that uh, the enterprise and global quality of work can be done out of these small centers i guess it's a there's a communication gap because um what people expect is just because these are small towns um you know they may not have the infrastructure first of all that's that's the thing to start with and then they may the talent that we have there may not be able to do complex jobs and only the simple ones uh, can be done out of those places these are some of the perceptions that we have to fight uh, uh, uh with uh, you know against and uh, we've been now able to uh, do it very successfully because today uh, where we stand we are not only doing the back office work we are actually starting with the back office operation but we are not only doing that we are doing the cutting edge work in the ai ml space where we uh, you know we wrangle the data that is needed for these high end algorithms and models mm-hmm. in order for them to work and all this is done out of these small locations with the highest grade of accuracy and it's amazing to see that uh, while these these young men and women may not have the english speaking communication skills that uh, girls and boys in the cities have but they are more dedicated they are very bright when it comes to doing the job and these jobs mean a lot to them so they put in that extra effort to learn and they excel our quality and uh, customer um, advocacy scores have been the highest in the world among the highest in the world our nps score is 72 and uh, nps score of 72 would mean that you are right up there especially mm. in our space um, and you can compare us with any of the known uh, it services brands in the globe probably will be higher than them not even wow. not lower wow so you can do high grade of i think that's the prejudice the the mental framework that companies have whether the quality work can be done out of these small locations incredible so you know you also mentioned that you want to create 100000 jobs and then have an impact on 10 times that number of people uh, so my question to you is that what has been your impact on society so far i mean you know it's always believed that if you build a road uh, you know someone will start a, a tire repair shop someone will start a chai shop so it's a sure generator of economic activity and you seem to be doing that correct i think uh, one is the job itself uh, but you have to understand uh, you know this is what really makes us feel very proud what is the profile of um, uh, the families out of which out of whom these kids come out mm-hmm. and we have done in one of our centers i mean this is a story that goes across multiple centers because we have today six centers mm-hmm. i can tell you that we have daily wage workers 34% of the families are come from daily wage workers uh, background micro self employment 15 to 20% farmers are 16% artisans employed in small businesses 9% and then government employees and retired uh, people these mm-hmm. this is the profile of the companies amazing and so many of these kids are actually first time graduates in their families Wow. and so uh, here, these are families who have made personal sacrifices to make sure that they educate their children 
and uh, uh, what we do also is uh, we do measure these this social impact mm-hmm. how does it impact these youngsters and their families uh, while there is no um, uh, you know agreed norm we have created our own framework where we measure it across um, quality of life self esteem family and community so let me give you an example um, on in terms of quality of life which is measured uh, broadly there's a questionnaire that we do when people join us then after 6 months and every year and then we also kind of get in touch with their families and and you'll get a sense of what i'm trying to say here so for example quality of life there is a 100% improvement in quality of life which is measured in terms of spend on nourishment clothing um, and when you do this survey 79% employees feel uh, are economically better off than their local classmates who chose to migrate to other parts or who are not working in next well and then the percentage of uh, spend on nourishment clothing etc has doubled for for these boys and girls and within their families 42% employees employees save more money after the next well job so uh, you know these are some of the things and in terms of self esteem um 76% employees and their families take pride in the job and uh, they feel that by working in in next well the uh, especially the young women are more confident and uh, you know they become more assertive and uh, similarly in terms of community where uh, it was the normally at in these small places the moment a young woman graduates uh, there is pressure on marriage and all that and just because uh, these young women now have got an excel job their uh, their propensity to get married to whosoever their parents want it's kind of it it is delayed by 2 to 3 years and that gives them the breather and then they have more say in terms of the choice of their spouse so how do you quantify all of this so essentially uh, it kind of makes a huge huge uh, uh, difference uh, to these young men and women okay. and in uh, next well we have uh, uh what we do is we have 60% women we work on that employee diversity and this year we for example taken a target of 65% women across our centers and 3% will take people with um, who are differently able with disabilities right so i i think we it makes a huge difference wow you're making some serious changes in 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 the societies that you are working in i mean that's that's quite incredible so uh another question for you uh, sanjay you know you have transitioned from the corporate world uh into the social sector if i can say that correct what have been some of your learnings and what would your message be to people wanting to make such a change i can tell you that uh the the first impact so let me tell you the story of how i kind of yeah. happened to get into next well um after my after my earlier venture which is experience flow uh, where we kind of uh, did it for 5 5 and a half years and i was i was very clear that i need to come back um uh in, i need to change it and i need to kind of do something else i happened to meet uh, mythly mythly was a senior colleague of mine in wipro um mm-hmm. and um she invited me over to salem one of the centers and she said listen uh, we can have this conversation we are we, we think uh, that you would be an asset to our organization but instead of making a decision across the table why did you come over and uh, take a have a visit and, and see how the facility is and so i said yeah why not uh, salem is just 3 3 and a half four hours drive from bangalore and we drove to salem 
and uh, i can tell you ashutosh uh, when i saw the setup when i saw those kids um, the young men and women the kind of work they are doing and uh, the overall atmosphere and how what is what it is doing uh, in terms of transformational effect mm-hmm. that is the time i said to my team i said i need to join this company i really don't want to look uh, any further uh, here and there and that's that's how it started it affects you at a very deep level when you see that the work that you are doing is not only about you it's not about the salary check or the stocks or this and that it is much much deeper mm. and that is what gives you a far deeper satisfaction and to people who are wanting to make this transition i would say don't even wait because there is so much that we need to do in our country mm. while the chosen governments will do their job because the challenges are many fold they will do their job mm. but it is people like us who can actually use their talent their experience and their resources to to address some of these problems and if if not us then who i mean in some sense we are very privileged to have first of all had have, have had an education Right. then have had a job then have had all these uh, you know great careers if we don't take up these challenges then who will take these challenges so i would say sooner than later and um, you know it may not give you the the uh, material benefits as much as you are used to mm. but the satisfaction i can tell you it is very deep it is guaranteed you will feel much happier and much better about it. fascinating to make that done fascinating so my next question to you is is about millennials and the gen z's you know uh, they are the people who are going to inherit not only our country but the earth and you're working with a lot of millennials and gen z's but in from tier 2 tier 3 cities my question to you is how in your opinion is working with uh, millennials and gen z's from tier 2 tier 3 cities different or similar from an aspiration perspective and how are they changing your business so uh, uh the millennials and gen z's in smaller towns um uh there's a little bit of a difference and mm-hmm. and let me kind of explain what i mean our organization is only 11 years old and therefore we have been dealing with millennials and gen z's only i mean yes. all the all the employees that we have all the associates that we have come from that kind of age group mm, mm. and so in some sense they they have they are very aspirational there is no doubt about it but there is a very fundamental difference between um kids um, young men and women in urban places versus young men and women that come from these smaller uh, places and that is in terms of uh, valuing uh, the opportunities that they have because there are so few opportunities their uh, <clears throat> the the value that they attach with some of these opportunities is much much higher and that is also reflecting in terms of the attrition rates that we have if you see in the bpo back office industry the attrition rates normally that we see in india are upwards of 50% and our annual attrition rate is less than 10% wow so that should tell you about the mindset of uh, this generation even though they are gen z and they are millennials but coming from a smaller location i think they are more rooted they are more grounded mm. they are more serious about uh, the task at hand and so in that sense it is different mm. so our experience has been very very good they are they are highly trainable they are very uh, intelligent and can suggest um, uh, improvements 
uh, common sense uh, improvements that actually make a huge impact for the customer's process and they stick it out they are not the ones to change uh, with the next opportunity that pays 100 rupees more amazing so i think it's been a brilliant experience for us fabulous so mm-hmm. now sanjay let me move to uh, the segment where i have some questions for you personally my first question to you is that you know given the fact that you have moved several jobs and now you are in a place where you seem to be really loving what you are doing what would you say are three key milestones in your life or your career well uh, life and career are intertwined i mean uh, life is life uh, yes. career is a part of it and living is another part of it mm-hmm. i would say the three defining uh, moment incidents or milestones in my life are first was when i was a, i was a young child uh, still in school my father uh, taught me uh, transcendental meditation okay i would have i was in 6th i think mm-hmm. and going into 7th and uh, i learned meditation then wow and i can't be i can't be more grateful to him mm-hmm. and he actually said this he said that i have given you many things and throughout your life i will give you so many things but remember this is the most precious thing i am giving you today mm-hmm. so that was one defining moment because this has been the bedrock of my life um, across all different types of experiences mm-hmm. the second was uh, uh, when druhan our younger son was born he's a special child he's a down syndrome kid um, and uh, he, uh, you know that is when you kind of um, all the stories that usually happen to others mm-hmm. when it happens to you it teaches you a thing or two about your own self Right. and then you begin to see the beauty of even things that are different mm. uh, from your expectation and that was that is life changing uh, uh, experience that was the second milestone because it changed me um at the core of my uh, being and i have a totally different way of looking at all situations uh, uh, non non judgment i don't judge people i understand everybody has a reason for doing whatever they are doing mm-hmm. so it kind of changed me at a fundamental level that was another milestone and the third milestone is when i met uh, the nextwell founding uh, team and uh, kind of decided to join this organization and i'm so happy i'm very very happy that i've taken the decision it is life changing in in many ways and it is in total alignment with my own personal beliefs and value system that is where it you know if you come across an organization that is totally resonating with you at a very fundamental level then you don't have to work mm. whatever comes out is is uh, not work actually it doesn't exhaust you it is probably an expression of what you are fantastic so your last response is an interesting segue to my next question which is what are some of the core values you believe in well uh, um Uh, 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 since this is a conversation in english therefore i have to use english words otherwise no, i would have use hindi phrase also i would have used a single word uh, my core value is a uh, single word uh, sanskrit word is called dharma mm-hmm. to be to be a follower of that and it means many things but if i have to articulate it what does it break down into it breaks down into three parts uh, one is integrity mm-hmm. um you know being true uh, to one's one set of framework uh and sometimes it means you have to oppose things and sometimes you it means you have to support things sometimes you have to uh, make changes sometimes you just have to get out of the way mm. and what allows you to make that decision is that framework second is uh, excellence 
uh, excellence is a continuous journey towards improvement and that will happen only when you are a lifelong student when you realize that you actually don't know anything uh, when you also realize that each and every person that you meet has some beautiful special quality that you can learn from and you can imbibe okay. the third core value for me is compassion okay. i i uh, so in all the activity action speech thought uh, and action uh, that we have it has to be compassionate it has to be life supporting so if it's not that there it may be it may be truth that you are speaking but if you're speaking truth in a very aggressive way um it doesn't really help that's that's what i think fascinating uh, so these are my core beliefs fascinating fascinating and a follow up question from there sanjay is that from where you stand today what does success mean to you success <laughs> yeah success actually uh, means that my uh, my inner experience should be uh, always uh, quiet peaceful and joyful mm-hmm. um regardless of what is happening around me mm-hmm. and out of that peace and joy i am ready to take any action that needs to be taken that that is the measure of success to me it doesn't have anything to do with what we achieve externally because that will keep changing it doesn't have anything to do with what we are facing externally because that will also keep changing but what is under your control if you try is your own inner experience and if that doesn't get shaken by any of these exteriorities if i may use the word then your success that's to me that is success fantastic my next question and i've got time for two more questions my next question is on failure and i've often said that indians particularly or asians don't teach children it's okay to fail we are always told come first in class go to the head of the line and that manifests itself in our behavior patterns correct yet we fail we learn correct my question to you sanjay is what have been some of your learnings from some of your mistakes it's a it's a fantastic and great question first of all failure you cannot help but fail let's remember that uh life comprises of evolution only on the steps of failure so let me explain what i mean by that let's take a business example because i i don't want this to go so very philosophical yeah let's take sales i have done sales and marketing and and businesses all my life when we generate a funnel sales funnel what does it mean it essentially means that i if in order for me to close those two deals i have to have a funnel of 20 which means 18 by design are supposed to fail Mm. 18 by design are not supposed to happen not mm. supposed to close so it is a failure mo- based model where uh, we we plan around failure mm. right so failure is part of life and uh, as you rightly observed we teach our children right from their childhood to do 90% 95% 100% and it is so sad that uh, you know many students many young men and women they have committed suicide just because they didn't right. they didn't have that 1% extra mm. what kind of generation are we bringing up absolutely and so failure is essential you will make mistakes and on top of those mistakes only there will be future learning for you and that is how we evolve that is how all of us have evolved over time i have made so many mistakes i can't even i can't even remember how many mistakes right. i have made 
बट एवरी टाइम देर हैज बीन एज लॉन्ग एज यू आर रेडी टू काइंड ऑफ लर्न फ्रॉम ईच एंड एवरी मिस्टेक एंड यू डोंट अलाउ यूर ईगो टू काइंड ऑफ होल्ड यू फ्रॉम दैट लर्निंग ऑपरचुनिटी यू शुड बी फाइन and everybody will have their own different set of mistakes uh, uh, that they will make mm-hmm. but just yesterday day before yesterday i had a review with my with my board and uh, in in some context they said that you are allowed to make new mistakes every time but not repeat the old mistakes well said okay. that that itself should tell you you know at that level they've been mm-hmm. working for 50 years 40 45 years and they know that mistakes are inevitable so i think that is my uh, kind of take on fantastic. failure it's part and parcel of life fantastic and my last question to you and this is a question for the thousands of people who will listen to our conversation what would your advice be to a young individual who starting off on her or his career in the corporate world my sincere advice would be um, you know in the schools as we said that only the um reading writing mathematics those kind of external skills are taught mm. okay that really doesn't cope us that doesn't uh, uh equip us to deal with the uncertainties of life mm. and what we are seeing now uh, you know in the business world it is called a vuca world it's volatile it is uncertain it is complex it is uh, ambiguous and all those kind of things how do you make yourself into a person who is able to deal with everything right and so uh that training is not given in the school so i would say that nature has given all of us only two three assets that will stay with us lifelong one is our body <clears throat> we have to take care of the body we cannot be unhealthy because it not allow us to do anything other is our mind uh any small incident or any small uh event that happens if we are not able to cope up and we get into anxiety and depression or anger then we have a liability this is a problem correct so that is mind body mind and intel intellect is something that we are born with mm. so my advice to them would be take up any practice mm. that will allow you to get to your own self to your mm. own core because that is the basis of all the other action whether it's your dealing with the family or your parents or spouse or the society or the job or corporate career it comes from you you are the fundamental thing take up any technique that will allow you to reinforce that experience of you mm-hmm. well, i i have been practicing transcendental meditation so i would highly recommend it but that's not the only thing we are very fortunate to be born in india there are so many other techniques available around you know there is isha foundation there is art of living foundation there is xyz take up any practice take up yoga take up pranayam and make yourself internally strong because once you are there then anything that happens outside can be dealt with very easily amazing sanjay thank you so much it's been such a pleasure speaking to you thank you for this amazing journey you have taken me on you know next wealth and all the philosophies and all the amazing stuff that you are doing thank you again and good luck Thank you Ashutosh it's been a privilege to talk to you thank you for giving me this opportunity thanks a lot thank you again thank you for listening to the brand called you video cast and podcast a platform that brings you knowledge experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world 
do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.